Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business, where I talk with interesting people sharing life and business experiences to entertain, engage, build community, and provide information to help others succeed. If you're interested in learning more about one of our guests or how we are helping business owners generate wealth and build businesses they can sell or succeed at Exit Your Way, you can find more information on our website, ExitYourWay.com, or by contacting me directly, Damon at ExitYourWay.com. I hope you enjoy the show. We need the music. We need the music. We don't have the music coming in. We're live now. With no music. Damon Pastalka here with Andrew Cross once again on the Exit Your Way Business Roundtable. So today it's just the two of us because Andrew and I were thinking about what the heck could we talk about? <laughs> really not, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not a problem. But uh, one thing that we haven't really really shared with a lot of people is is the why behind Exit Your Way. And I, I thought more seriously, it is it is a an opportunity for us to talk a little bit about that and and kind of you know how how you and I met Andrew many years ago and and just kind of stayed in touch and how that works. So um yeah yeah so it's an interesting thing so you know uh for those of you who don't know andrew and i worked together i don't know it's a long time ago now well, over 10 years not 15 years probably no yeah it's close to yeah. that oh god it is isn't it Gee, <laughs> it just gets worse doesn't it yeah. uh, <laughs> but the thing is uh, it's interesting is you know we we uh, got to work together a long time ago we stayed in touch and and uh quite after that after that you you started a, a business brokerage mm -hmm. and uh, you were selling businesses and i was off doing other things and and uh in 2015 we we uh come came back together uh after we, we stayed in touch looked at deals did a bunch of stuff you know here and there um and then in 2015 you were going to be moving to park city and and uh we decided to uh get together and i was going to be in seattle and you were going to be in park city and, mm -hmm. and go from there yeah yeah well damon and i were you know working for manufacturing companies yeah mostly that was our focus and we were in the trenches with uh, small businesses um and our last gig that we worked on together um was pretty it was during the last great recession and pulled back yeah. and it was a, it was a pretty tough tough situation um, I, forget, I forget about that honestly that we were it was it was in 2008 and 9 right and in the worst part of it yeah yeah it was just starting to happen and yeah it was really hitting yeah it was and anyways I, I am getting a little feedback do you do you hear that too no I do not I do not okay. but that's okay hopefully it doesn't bother okay. anybody there but yeah yeah, no, I mean, but you know, tough times for tough people. You know, it's kind of like that's really where you get to know somebody. And um, we got through both of that, and you know, we both moved on. Damon's a turnaround guy and, and works, and particularly in those situations, um, you know, that was that was his business, and um, it was impressive. You know, we worked hard together for about a year and a half. I think we were hip to hip on that one, and yep. and. And after that got done, you know, I I got out of it first, and he got out of second, and. You know, it was just messy, but we, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, it was. We both 
uh, you know, it took about six months, I think, to just yeah. to decompress oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and figure out what to do next, at least in my case. And, and I started, yeah. you know, a, a business brokerage business. Well, just a one man, you know, solo operation. I didn't yeah. really like the, the model of business brokerage, which is somewhat similar to a real estate operation with associates and principal brokers and such. So I was a little more unique based on my background and experience of working with clients, um, you know, more, more boutique, I would guess you, yeah. you could call yeah. it. Um, and one of the things about, um, uh, you know, I got into it um, and learned how to be a business broker. Uh, back then there were no deals going on. The banks were all locked up. It was a lot of people in, in M&A or in brokerage that were getting out of the business. And um, I think for me, fortunately, I didn't know what it was like before. And we could make a lot of deals. And I started with small deals and working uh, um, on mainstream ones because that's the only place you could get something done. Yeah. You know, those are, you, know, they, you don't necessarily need banks. And you could sell our finance. And there was a, a lot of activity. And I learned a lot doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and um, then exit your way really evolved, you know, later on after that, after doing years and years of deals and some yeah. of the lessons I learned doing that, um, we decided to change it up a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and then and then in my in my experience running the companies for the, for the investors and in private equity groups, we, we did we typically did bigger deals when we were doing them. So, you mm -hmm. know, I think even the, like the smallest deal we did was you know, twenty million dollars or something like that. And I actually worked on the the you know funding side of some deals and, and raising money for things that you know in the fifty and hundred million dollar range. So it's you know it's you get a pretty wide rate of experience when you combine the two of us together and what we've done as far as you know I mean, you've done a tremendous amount of sales work and I've done a lot of operational work and and in uh, mm -hmm. just general management of companies. So um, and when it came together um and we were we were at in 2015 we were selling businesses i mean that's that's mm -hmm. all we did was sell businesses at that point yep and, and i i still remember it when it was it wasn't too long down the road and and as you said and and i'll let you say what 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 is the normal process if you're if you're an investment banker or business broker and you talk to a business owner about their value yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, and this is brokerage 101, you know, you can get the playbook out and do it. And they're really focused on just getting a transaction done. And that was what was a little different about our approach was that because of our background in operations and running companies, you know, we could add a little more to it than that, you know, but, you know, it, tr most brokers, you know, they just want, you know, really it's more of a financial exercise and how the, how the numbers look and yeah, add it up yeah. and sell it, you know, there's, there's not a lot of input into adding value to the company or, or you, they really can't, you know, anyways. And um, we were in that situation, but you know, it's funny, Damon and I crossed paths and started, you know, it was like, we've done deals, but we've been on the other side yeah. working for big companies and operating and being operators in those companies. And um, so he was, you know, we knew it, he knew enough about it, but he was like, I want to get more involved in the deal side, you know, as well as the operation side. So we, we did. And I said, well, this is how you be a broker. And we went out and we started talking to clients and, um, you know, this is a, this is a very important thing um, in a, in the broker world is, you know, it's, it's a very, uh, the product, you know, the business is, is very price sensitive. And if you come into a client 
it's very important for a broker to know what the, the buyer thinks he can get for the business, what he wants for the business. Uh, because we are trained as brokers to kind of, we can understand and, and get a valuation going and understand where the business probably will sell for. Yes. And if that is too far apart, you know, with a, if, if it, if it's worth 5 million by our analysis and, the, and the, the seller wants 10 million, we work on commission. Brokers work on commission. We're not, and it takes a year to sell a company. It's a lot of work. You're not going to put in all that work if there's no chance it's going to get sold because you don't meet the expectations. And I call it the value gap. And in the, in the broker world, it's, that's, that is, um, you know, move on. They're not ready to sell yet. Wait until uh, either they, they they come around and understand it. Wait till they have a bad day. You know, time's more on the broker side. And eventually you may not get that account, which is, is, is fine. But, you know, it, they, um, they they come around to reality, I guess you would say. That's kind of harsh, but I think what the brokers do is, and while we were out there getting new clients, and some we, we found and others I told Damon, forget it. You know, he, you know, we're never going to be able to sell that company. You know, his expectations, it's impossible to meet it. Let's just move on and we'll find, we'll find someone who's ready to sell. And uh, Damon was like, why? Why do we have to keep doing that? Why can't we help them? Yeah. That's really where it started. It's like if they want ten million, let's help them build a company and sell it yeah. for ten million. Yeah, that's exit your way. Because I mean, his in his perspective was, you know, I go and fix companies. You yeah. know, I, what I've been paid for my whole career, I've done this, and I've built companies up and sold them. And yeah. you know, now we can give an opportunity to somebody to help them. And um, wow, that the light bulb just went off. That's exit your way. It's not business brokerage. It's it's different than an investment banker. Yes, we're we're focused around the transaction, but we're really focused around getting the client what he wants or needs from that transaction. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's what makes me happy when we can do that with a with a business owner. And you want to know why 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 I do it? Why I think you do it is is because we really help them create the exit they want and get mm -hmm. them point they want rather than having them settle for what they can get and mm -hmm. that's that's you know for me that's why it is and, and as you said that's what we knew how to do is mm -hmm. grow businesses and, and make them run well and it's really the the foundation behind what we what we started then yeah it's really a matter of putting your pieces together too because it was just my experience that having gone through deals successful or not successful and, and seeing how it works on the other side, then you, you get to know what an impact you can have by just getting in and putting some elbow grease on the company. Either if it's, you know, and a lot of these companies are good companies. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. they're just, you know, but this is, this isn't about selling a good company. This is about getting a premium. Yeah. And if you want to get a premium, you know, then uh, there's ways to do that. If you've been through it and you see what the buyers see, then you know what to work on. And um, you know, and then it was really just about, um, and we, and I already knew uh, with Damon, I already knew the people who could make that kind of stuff happen in the company, mm -hmm. and in a relatively short period of time, you know. So there's a lot about exit your way too. Is hey, yeah. if you're thinking this is going to happen in the next five years, that's why yeah. um, you can you can just kind of keep doing what you're doing and say it's time to sell, and it'll take a year, and you'll get what you get, or yeah. you start thinking about it. Okay. Um, I, first step, I'm going to figure out where I'm at. 
this is what I'm worth. And now I want to figure out where I want to be. Yeah. And, and then we'll hit it, you know, and get some help doing it. That's, we got yeah. some, you know, and exit your way has grown now out from Damon and I. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, the professionals yeah. that we have at our, at our, that, that are helping us now are, you know, hell they're way better than I ever would be at a lot of things. And that's for sure. And, and, and that's what really makes the, makes us strong is that it, it's not just you and I, it's a team approach. We have people that are specialists in sales. We have specialists that are people in, in social media. We have specialists in, you know, e-commerce. We have specialists in manufacturing e-commerce and finance and, and financial planning because, yeah. you know, as soon as we started, we, we realized that most business owners don't understand how much money they really need because they can pull, they can have a great business that's giving them half a million dollars a year and, and they don't really understand how much it takes after they're done with their business to um, sustain that lifestyle. And yeah, you know, lifestyle too. And it's, it's even further than that. I mean, with some of the business coaches that, uh, that we're working with, phenomenal business coaches, they're working, this is, they're working with entrepreneurs and business owners. They're in their heads. Yeah. And really understand it because it is there. It, you need to do that. You need to go to that level to really understand what is it you want to do. You know, the money's one aspect of it, you know, and will there be enough? But it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's not the money. It's what you do with the money. The money gives you the freedom to do what you want. Yeah. So and you have to you have to really get in, in with the, the business owner. And the reason we like to do that is because it does take a significant investment in in our team and our time to to get this deal done. And yeah. we should darn well want to know that they know what they want to do and don't get cold feet at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or even, or even just with the questions that they have, you know, just with the questions they have is, is, is another thing. It's yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very, it's just such a hard transit transition. And I, I, I really sympathize with the business owner, but I think we're doing really good work because a lot of businesses, um, you know, they don't make it, they don't make it through these transitions. Uh, they either they may even get sold and still don't make it. You know, you know the either the new ownership or the transition, and that's all lack of preparation, lack of preparing. Yeah. And and I think it matters a lot, a lot to the business owner. You know that their legacy is then destroyed. The thing they've worked on for twenty years is faded away. Their employees, um, and sometimes it's their family. Um, you know, are you know are out of work. You know, so you know all these things are on the line yeah. when we go. So it's really cool to be able to, um, you know, to to really make a successful trans transaction and transition, yeah. you know, what that means or exit, uh, because that means it's a company that's going on and it's going to do it again for the next 10 to 15, 20 years yeah. after you left. It really is. It really is. As you said, what we're doing is, is we're helping to ensure their legacy and and part of their legacy is leaving like they want. And for people that don't understand, about only about 20% of the businesses ever get sold. Most of them actually get, they just stop, Li liquidation, whatever you want to call it, just cease to exist over time. And, and really what we do is create businesses that are, first of all, um, valuable enough and attractive enough to be sold. Mm -hmm. and that's, that's, I think, what, what for us the light bulb goes on with our clients is once they realize that, wow, I, I have a great business here, but today it's not worth anything 
when you look at it from the outside or somebody wouldn't buy it because the risk is too high from the outside, whatever you want to call it. Well, I think business owners, I mean, I mean, a lot of them who have really, I think, good companies that are valuable don't honestly believe they're, you know, they don't understand what the valuation is. They just know, oh, it makes me X amount of money per month. And, you know, that pays for my my kids' tuition, got them through school, it pays my vacation home. I, I throw a little bit in my 401k and they figure when I'm 65, that's the time to stop. And, you know, and I'll stop. And, and they don't think about selling the company or have a target for it or, Say what I'm going to do with that money after I retire because your life doesn't end then. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you know the other thing about it too is, uh, and I, I think we're we're trying really, really, really hard to educate in owners and business owners to really understand that's not you know that's not the way you don't have to do it that way. And you're lucky if it works that way. Yeah. You don't always get the pick the best time to sell your company. And I think we can specifically talk to folks who should have sold the end of last year. And are going, yeah. oh my, I should have sold my company um, yeah. the end of last year. And everybody knows what happened in the first quarter of 2020 with COVID. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. um, things just change. And what you should be doing is like any other great investment that you have, be disciplined in your, your investing approach, build it up to your sell point, sell it. Um, yeah. and, and know what you want to do with the money after that. That that is one of the things that you know around around why we do what we do is is really you know we're we're creating that goal whatever that goal is you know one million ten million hundred million really doesn't matter but you got that goal and and, and your your trigger point is not so much I'm turning sixty five but it's I've hit my goal and and helping people understand okay what that means is that the business will be sold and. I've, then they've got more to do because this is just propelling them for whatever they want to do after that. And yeah. that's, that's even more fun sometimes is to go to see them understand what they are going to be able to do then. Yeah. And, and this is just a stepping stone to do that rather than, you know, um, fading off in the sunset. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, it, it's good work. And I, I want to bring back and, and focus on now what exit your ways evolved to, is that's the why it happened and and it started with damon and i and then and jeff graham came in as a partner yeah. and we grew out the you know the what we, and this is a fun part of the business too is we yeah. we have been in search of and have worked with some of the best people in the business yeah um, the people the, you know and they all do different things but they all do one thing in common they all improve companies and yeah. we know who they are and we apply them and and, and they are they are resources um, in, in various disciplines that are now, that's um, a bench. We have our bench we can call on to go yes. to work on a company um, and, and bring exponential value to the, yes. the, the client on an exit. Um, and they don't have to go around and with trial and error and find good people or bad people. These people are proven. And it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's funny you say that because it's, um people think probably think we're kind of crazy the way that we network and and the way that we do the things we do um but it's to find these professionals and, and to, to understand who really is the cream of the crop uh to do this specific thing for a for a company because we need the best in the in the you know that we can find to do mm -hmm. those things 
and uh, and to help our our clients. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, people who improve companies, but this is, you know, also uh, this is a program and Exitway is a process that puts instant momentum into a company. Yeah. And the reason we do that, and we don't have to do it for years and years and years. Once momentum is momentum, if it's going, buyers love that. Yeah. That's, you know, that's all I know. It's, yeah. you know, it's so much easier for me to sell a business if it's got momentum. Yeah. Momentum. <laughs> Which yeah. is it's like hey, you, yeah. you look at you look at a hot team in sports. I mean, mm -hmm. a hot team in sports. It's hard to beat a hot team in sports when they're you know in last place to the playoffs, but when yeah. the playoffs start, everybody's at five hundred, you know. Yeah, exactly. Going. Exactly. Yeah. But as you, as you talked, it, it is a process. I mean, we if you if you look back at, at some of the things that we do, the fundamentals that we use, I mean, um, you can you can read it, read about things like traction and EOS. And those are some of the principles that we use. And and honestly, a lot of them came from from the private equity investment uh, company world of uh, years when we you know those companies you're you're used to having board meetings and weekly kpis and 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 projections that you had to do every year and uh, accountability and accountability yeah <laughs> accountability to meet the projections yeah. um and and those kind of things that 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 a lot of private companies don't have but as they make that transition into um being sold need to have because buyers want to have a little bit of predictability in in what they're buying well, not every buyer, but typically the buyers are never really accountable to anybody. Yeah. So it's a very foreign concept to them. Yeah. And it's not about being accountable to your investors, although that'll happen, that they're on their way out. But your organization has to be, if you want to do it right, you have to be accountable to the deal. And if yeah. you're being accountable to the deal, that's really being accountable to the buyer. And the buyer yeah. is the customer. Yeah, that that that's another thing that we we start out with right away is they're your ultimate customer. Yeah, and you got customers that you sell to every day, but your ultimate customer is the buyer of your business. And exactly right, and and um and they've been in business maybe fifteen or 20, 25 years, and they all their customers in their heads they're constantly they're selling their their product or services to their customer and yeah. never thought about the buyer as a customer. So you gotta that's a different way to look at it. So when you do that, though, you start to understand, too, what they're looking for and what is what's a value driver and where the risks are. And that's when you build a company that mitigates those risks because they're going to do it after they buy the company. And they'll put all those same pieces in place. So they're, at least they're going to try. Yeah. And again, that's another place where deals are unsuccessful. They die in that transition that after the deal's done to the new ownership and their management team and then. A lot of companies cannot survive that. Yeah, and that's why you hear a lot of bad, bad stories about private equity groups and transitions going bad and, and everything else. Uh, and really, in that place, it's you know, private equity is the bad guy. They're not the good guy, but you know, a lot of it is just uh, it's you know, it's lack of preparation and not really understanding the softer um, risk factors involved, especially with people that are involved yeah. in the transition. Yeah, yeah. Joseph Stepke's on on Facebook here with a couple of good comments. He says, I think all owners need to think about their legacy of their business and are they going to give it to their children or sell it? And I think that's really a I mean, none of us want to think about it, right? 
let's just throw it right out there. Hell, I'm not young enough. That, I mean, we got to think about this. We're the age. We have to be thinking about this stuff, right? What are you going to do after you a want to quit work or can't work anymore? And, and you really need to think about what your legacy is going to be as a business owner, not just, hey, I made it through another month or I'll do that in a few years. Because what happens, as we all know, it, time speeds up. It speeds up. <laughs> It does. And and the light bulb that goes off, though, too. I mean, and this is I've had this happen um, and I've worked with a company and helped reposition them and, you know, on a, you know, consulted with them in depth for a, a significant amount of time to get them saleable, even just to get the deal done, yeah. you know, or in a better position to get, you know, more money for it. And, um, you know, so after working with them six, seven months and we changed some things and we brought in, you know, different managers, you know, whatever it takes, you know, to, uh, to uh, you know, address some of the uh, you know, it's we're staging, you know, getting ready for the sale. And at the end, you know, uh, I've had the buyers say over and over again, gosh, I wish we just had done this, worked with you guys, you know, when, you know, 10 years ago, yeah. we should have been doing it all along. Right. But that's, that's small business, no accountability. And you're, you're doing fine. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, you get what you want out of the business. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and, and, and you know it, it but there's complacency you know and it's then things are okay yeah, but at the end it's you don't realize till it's too late i didn't really get what i wanted out of the business yeah yeah well and that's especially you talk about two things one is complacency and it's it is natural as as you get more comfortable in your business and, and as as say you start a business in your 30s or 40s and and you know you're you're growing that business and you you, so you think about your business and your life. You're trying to grow that business to the point that it's a. It's going to first of all replace a paycheck. B. Then you're going to. My kids are getting older now. If you've got kids or you've got other interests like that, I need to buy a boat. I got to buy my house. I got to put my kids through college. I need a lot of money, right? And then you get into that that stage where you now, what happens? The kids are out of college. They go get their own jobs. I. I don't need as much money anymore. So what a lot of business owners do is they coast. They coast because they don't have to. And the business sets there and it might be generating them a tremendous amount of money. Yeah. Well, the other, the other thing is they don't need to grow. It's, it's, they've yeah. got enough, at least as far as they're concerned. And, it, and growth is risky. You know, that hard charging growth, it, that's, that's risk into itself. And it, it also when you're growing like that, you lose control. Yeah. And, you know that and that's a scary thing you know you, you lose control you got some risk um yeah you could make a, a bad misstep i just i, I like the analogy it's like uh, the racehorse you know you just at a certain point you know um you've won enough races you just start pulling on the reins yeah yeah and and that's a good and that's a great point because what what happens is at that point it, it would be and a lot of business owners if they grew to a maybe a little bit bigger than where they're at at that point and then sold their business, they would be in a much better position than running it for another 10, 5, 10, 15 years lumping along. And what we often see is that it goes down a little bit, goes down a little bit more, you know, declining revenues because it's it's not really the drive's not there to reinvest or or be aggressive on sales. Well, business owners get tired. You know, yeah. especially near the end, and they've already probably waited too long, um, and they take their foot off the gas at the end. That is just it's um, it as, from a from the deal perspective, it's just very hard to get a, a deal done. I mean, you can smell that on a 
on, on somebody when you walk in the door that yeah. is not going in the right direction. Very hard to sell a company like that. Fortunately, that's another thing where I would, you know, in the old day, you know, just being a broker, I would walk in and go, ah, I'm not going to take on this assignment because, you know, this thing's going down and, you know, you, you, you know, so you have to, because you only go, you can only take on so many clients as a, yeah. as a consultant and they exit your way. It's like, we walk into a situation like that. It's like, okay, let's sit down and see how we can fix that problem. Yeah. You get out of this and, you know, finish strong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what we say. We want to finish strong. You want to go out. You want to go out on top. You want to go out on yep. top. There's no reason it has to be like that. I mean, if you could grow your business once and you're in an industry that's still got demand, there's no reason that you have to do it that way. Well, um, it is also you're not alone. That's yeah. the other. Thing. Business owners do tend to get into the mentality where, and they they've operated alone for the most part. It's pretty lonely existence. Yeah, being a business owner, I get it. You know, they're a, they're a paranoid, fearful creature. The business yeah. owner. Uh, everybody's taking stuff from him. Employees, lawyers, taxes, yeah. you know, yeah. um, you name it. You know, it seems like it's coming from all sides. Um, it's mm -hmm. tough, it's tough to be successful in business. I get it. But you don't have to do that. That's why the exit your way is all about. Yeah. Right. And and uh, when we talk about that, if we can find the business owner who will go, okay, I I you know, I'll I'll let go and let, let you know and see if I can get my people to run. Um, you know, you'd be amazed at the results. Yeah. 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 And it is pretty, it's, it's pretty, pretty exciting when, the, when they do, you see these little wins that build upon each other. We just start with little wins and keep building upon them. And the next thing you know, you've made big steps, uh, like in anything and, and, uh, you just keep going and, and it really is, you know, when, when they create that legacy and they're able to, to get out of the business like they want. That is that is really the ultimate ultimate satisfaction. Yeah, there's a there's a big there's more puff in their chest. <laughs> yeah, you know, like in a, you know that's the check is great, the money you know, you know they can do what they want, but man, uh, wow, I built that and uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can imagine them, right? You because I like to imagine the business the business owners after they sell and and they're sitting there. They're with their their friends. They're off on vacation somewhere, or they're just sitting having dinner with somebody and say, "Oh yeah, I, I sold my business," and they can just chuckle because they know they've got the money. You know, they got the money they wanted, and they're they're and and they're good because you know we put them in touch with the right financial people. They know their their financial plan going forward. They yeah. you know they they know their business is in as good a hands as it can be, and and that they went out the best way they could, and that, and for not just for them. For their employees too, yeah, and, and that's a real concern because they've they've probably these people have been with them a long time, yeah. and a lot of it it's it's family to them. That's yeah. you know spent a lot of time with those people. They care. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't really met one that didn't. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. you get employees in that, but at the for the most part, you know, every business owner I've talked to, it's one of the number one reasons they're um, they want to make sure it gets sold right is uh, yeah. so their people are taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it, it sure is sure is a lot of fun, and and uh, and w when uh, when we get to do it, it's 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 a real honor, and and just just it just so satisfying when when we can see them be successful. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely we're we're doing uh, a lot of good. so when a couple things though while we're here, if there's somebody watching and they're going, oh, I'm I'm thinking about. Um, 
uh, selling my business, you know, what are a couple things that they should be thinking about when they're talking to somebody that could be potentially selling their business? You know, I mean, if they're, if they're out there talking to different people, I mean, what, I mean, do you just get, go through the phone book? Is there places that we should be, they should be looking? What are some of the questions they ask? And I don't want to get into a deep subject, but if there's a couple nuggets that you can leave somebody with, and we didn't, we didn't talk about this beforehand. I'm just springing it on Andrew. So, <laughs> you know, this is live. And yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. You know, I think that um, it's a very difficult thing because there is, and we talked about this a little bit in our roundtable and, and with some of our folks recently, it's come up quite a bit. But, you know, this is why I like small businesses. It's, it's the engine of our economy. Yeah. You know, 49% of our GDP is produced by privately held lower middle market companies. All the rest of it is then the Ford Motor Companies, the Boeings, and the publicly traded stock market companies. That, that's only the other half. They don't create jobs. They don't get innovation. All that comes from uh, all the entrepreneurs who start out on their own and build companies and build value, you know, so it, it, it it's really cool. And, um, but they're privately held, you know, and when you go to sell a company, confidentiality is, you know, one of the number one things they don't want anybody to know. It's not like buying a house. You can't go and make comps because they don't have to legally report, you know, what the business sold for. Uh, it's not there. Tax returns are not available. There's, Really, it's just kind of like, you know, the broker world has a, kind of a, a tap in to at least some data on how businesses are sold. But a lot of people have to learn how to do it. I love to teach it, teach you how to buy a business, teach you how to sell a business as much as possible because it, it's a it's a tough process to go through because it's not highly regulated. You're kind of on your own to do it. You know, you want to keep it confidential and you don't have anything else to compare it to. So you got to find experienced people. But I think really at the beginning, especially if you're early in your business cycle, get a valuation from a, you know, a, a, a good person. At least figure out what your business is worth today. It's a good starting point. Know where you are, you know, and then make a plan. I mean, I've got into companies that are doing have 50 employees and over 100 million in sales and have been going around for the last 20 years and they don't have projections. They don't really know. I mean, it's just in the owner's head. Oh, yeah, well, we'll probably do this much this month. But it's really, for them, it's just month to month. And yeah. we're going to sell everything, you know, we can by the end of the month. And then we count the beans and see how we did. But, you know, could you, if I ask them how you, you know, you know what, what are you going to be doing in six months? What are you going to do by year end? What are you going to do, you know, for the next five years? You know, what's your growth rate? Yeah. You know, after, they can't see three months ahead of them. You know, and figure that out. Not only figure it out, track it, project, yeah. practice it. You know, learn where your value is now. Go forward and and reassess it on a regular basis, every six months, at least annually. You know, and, and look how you did, and, and see how you're going to do for the next year. Um, you know, that's I mean, that's how you would do it with an investment. That's my number one thing: is know where you are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, and, and again, it's, it's, they, the, that same person that has a hundred million dollar business, they can be sitting there knowing that tomorrow's going to be just fine and everything like that and, and not have projections. The business can be totally dependent on them, but when they go to sell that company, it's worthless in the market because it's all in their head. 
and it can't be transferred. And the risk of someone buying that, no matter the profitability, is just too high. Yes. And, yeah. It, we they just really I can't underestimate or underemphasize or overemphasize whatever emphasize enough the fact that a, a business owner needs to look at it from an outside perspective because mm -hmm. the people that are going to be buying your business do not understand your business as well as you do and you've taken years to get that understanding yeah and they, and they have to they've got ninety days maybe to a make the decision they want to buy it, tell you how much they're going to buy it for, do all of their diligence. And then they're going to put themselves on the hook themselves on the hook for millions of dollars. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, tribal knowledge, tribal knowledge is what that is. And it's in the owner's head and it, it walks out the door as the minute the deal's closed. Yeah. Buyers look at that. If they see tribal knowledge, they don't see established processes. They don't see something they can plug and play. They run like a scalded cat. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it still could be a great company fundamentally. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh and, yeah. And you just gotta fix that if you yeah. intend to sell it all, or you can just liquidate. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, you know, if they're one other thing is is people should understand that liquidating their company is not necessarily the worst thing if if that's if they if that's what they want to do if that's the right path for them for whatever reason you know depends um, on the situation of course yeah. but oh yeah. yeah yeah i you know certain circumstances right. you know, but it, it, is usually though when you're in trouble, mm -hmm. trouble. uh or something's you know something's not right yeah uh, um, and that's okay it's appropriate uh, on some occasions um, and it is one way out but you know the only good way to sell a business is to sell it all the other ways you know just um you know going liquidation you know declining sales divorce disillusion all those are bad reasons to sell your company burnout you know you want to you, you know that's what that's the finishing strong it's in your head and and you just got to um you know if you want to be successful and have a legacy you've you, you've got to you get a company up there and 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 Put a you got it takes effort it's it's hard work but it can be done yeah yeah joseph asked us a question here he said does exit your way help when businesses are being bought by bigger companies um uh, sure we do that's that's usually what we are doing in fact it's it's uh so that's american dream yeah <laughs> strategic acquisition and that's kpmg's ready they can buy exit your way we're, we're yeah yeah exactly Exactly. That's what we're positioning for, and 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 we we do have our time frame and our number figured out. If if anyone really wants to know, we've talked about that plenty of times. Uh, and you, that's why we work like we're there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but and, and you really, I mean, in, in any business, that's something that you talk with us anytime. We'll we'll spend hours on that to to uh, uh, educate you why that should be. But yes, that is a that's called a strategic acquisition, Joseph. And we certainly do help our uh, help people do that because there there's two things in a strategic acquisition. Uh, some people it could be a bigger competitor, it could be somebody that's that, that's not a competitor but wants to get in your market. And you really need to understand that because the the fallacy that a lot of business owners get in uh, is that. I've got this great competitor down the street and I'm going to sell my business to them. And they think that that's just going to be one day that 
then I'm going to be able to call Andrew up, my competitor, and say, hey, Andrew, you want to buy my business? And tell me about how that usually ends, Andrew. Usually it, nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. It, it happens a lot. And I have buyers who say, well, I, you know, so-and-so down the road has been talking to me about buying. He want, he's been saying he wants to buy it for years. And I'm like, okay. But you have to do the process. You know, there's no – they're not compelled to do it. Most of the time, they just really want to see what you're up to. They're competitors yeah. for the most part and or curious. And um, yes, and, and the only way to get them to sell, to buy and to strike out is if, you know, uh, very rarely are the, the, there are very, very smart buyers that will run out of the pack and go and do a deal, but yeah. they're rare. You know, yeah. the rest of them have to be in the pack. We have to have on the market and we have to have four or five other people also looking at the company because once they realize, oh my God, I don't want so-and-so buying this company. And now I've got a new competitor who's younger and more well-capitalized. And then, you know, then maybe that guy will buy the company, but he's not compelled to do it just yeah. by doing it on his own. And, um, you know, that's, that's uh, you know, uh, you, you, so you've got to go through the process. They have to be treated just like any other buyer. Yeah. Same thing with there has to be an incentive for them to move forward or a, a consequence if they don't really I, more than anything it's got to be a consequence if they don't what's the real art to, to, to selling to strategics though is is you is what's the benefit is you can get you can get a stupid price from a strategic because they need to have you there's something in there there's a synergy or you know uh, something that they need that will save them a lot of money um, by buying you rather than having to build it themselves. Um, right. And Whatever it is, yeah. you know, but the problem is they don't volunteer that information. Yeah. You've got money for sale, but you have to, you have to have, you know, uh, in the deal side, you have to be smart enough and have enough business experience to look into that company and identify the synergy so that you can actually negotiate some of that um, synergy and some of that money in, in the price for your client. Yeah. Uh, so it's really important. And it, you can't do that if you, um, unless you have experience, you know, it, it, that's why exit your way is very strong on that because we're all operators. We know what they're doing. We know why uh, they buy this company, you know, and even if it's a massive company and we just had that, you know, happen um, for a yep. very small electrical contracting business. It got bought up by a good size full GC and regional firm. That's they, they needed you know what they, these guys had specific skills in a certain type of electrical and a territory they didn't yeah. need revenue they needed those they needed that you know that the, they needed the employees and the licenses and, and where they were working and we knew it and we got more money than we could have gotten anywhere else yeah definitely definitely so that's a great question joseph it was a little longer answer maybe than you're prepared for but it is it is something we get a lot and honestly Honestly, we we talk with a lot of business owners and they we end up saying, yes, go go try to go sell to your competitor because they think they can do it themselves. And and you need to let people understand and, and find out on their own. And and uh, we encourage them to do that. And oh, if, if they can get a deal done by themselves, like right out the gate like that without brokers. Great. It. They absolutely should with it. The only risk they take is they might be leaving money on the table because you haven't tested the market. But if they're happy with the price, do it all day long. Yeah. If you can get a deal done, do it. <laughs> if you're happy with the price. If you're it. happy with what you're getting, do it. Yeah. Don't wait for anybody. Don't get a broker. Don't nothing. If you can no, get, get a lawyer, write it up. 
do it. Yep. <laughs> don't talk to us, don't nothing. Because yeah. that's how hard it is to sell a business. Because if you can get the money you want and you need, and you know you're going to get it, go do it. Don't, don't wait. Don't, don't pause. Do not pass go. Yeah. You know? Well, that, that's so true, too, because those offers come along, but they don't stick around. And, you know, it might be there now, but two years from now, if you decided to hold on a little longer, they're long, you know, chances are they'll be long gone and you're back to square one. So, yeah, yeah, strike while the air is hot get it done. Yep. Yep. That's for sure. Um, oh, Joseph said we did a good job of explaining it. So that's nice. Uh, good, good. Um, but anyway, that's, it's been, you know, this is, this is, I mean, we could talk about this stuff forever, honestly, because we do really, really, realistically, that's what we do. We talk about this, about different businesses and our clients all day long. Yeah. Well, like, you know, I think, too, and that was the thing is exit your way. We merged away from, you know, we, we're an evolution out of brokerage into something different. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, you know, the only thing I could say is, you know, any business owner out there, I don't care what's what what we're happy to talk with you about what's ahead. No matter what stage, even if you open your doors yesterday, you know, start, you know, we'll help educate because that that just helps you know, everybody get, you know, that helps to get deals done. Everybody's having knowledge is power and we're happy to share. It doesn't cost anything. Um, you can you can meet with us anytime. Uh, we love to learn about entrepreneurs and what they're up to. Yeah, that's just, you know, that, that's just an aside. And, and, and we're happy to share what we know, yeah. you know how you how you build a company to sell it yeah and that's and that's what another thing i, I realized we haven't even said it said it all during this is is we do a la carte services too i mean we don't just sell a company sometimes we're only selling the company sometimes we're doing sales only sometimes we're doing some sort of accounting work that we we've got to oversee and do or set up a board or or mm -hmm. interim uh interim roles that we'll have somebody do with our guidance and you know, there's all different kinds of things that we're doing for clients and they, everybody's going to exit sometime. And that's why we, that's why we can, we help. Them yeah. It's our, building great. It's building companies and we're, you know, our a la carte services do that. We're particularly um, focused in sales and outsource sales and sales yeah. uh, consulting uh, yeah. work. Is that that's, you know, that's really the starting point and the lifeblood of all businesses. So yeah. uh, and we like working in that space, but and that's and and we focus on sales because that's what drives value the fastest. Sales, yes, you have to do both. You know, yep. But sales, sales solves problems. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Graham, sales solves problems. Said that yeah. many times and done it many times. So yeah, how I sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks a lot. And you know, it's been fun. Uh, and uh, we're. We're uh, just just happy to be able to talk a little bit about you know why we do what we do and and thanks a lot Joseph for for the questions and stuff and uh, if anyone has questions you know you you can get a hold of us on LinkedIn or or on uh, our ExitYourWay.us you can find us there and and uh, you'll you'll get a hold of us we're around um, yeah we are around yeah around well thanks well, we're, now, we're in um, Salt Lake City we're in Seattle we're in Los Angeles we're in Denver. In Denver and Chicago, yet yeah, we're almost there. Yeah, we're almost in Chicago, but we're in Cleveland and, and really we work with clients all over the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually have, yeah, we actually have clients all over, and even one client in Puerto Rico now. So yeah, and, and the last business that we sold, the the client was actually in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's uh yeah it, the, the virtual thing is is not new to us so yeah. great well until next time people thanks a lot have a great rest of your week this is thursday you still got another day to make it happen so go out and do it right on all right bye all right, guys bye bye